This is the Gaming Gestures Gaming Podcast, here with Angrod and Lord Shamrock. We're going to kick this podcast up really quick with uh, Nintendo news, since we never really we never really touch on Nintendo too much. Well, this time I have a Nintendo guy with me here, so he's going to dig us really deep into all the updates with Nintendo coming up. So Shamrock, you want to take it away? Yeah, we'll take it away. Uh, okay, as we know, Nintendo Switch has been uh, pretty pretty popular, I might say. And there are a ton of new, either new to Nintendo or just new in general games and things coming out. First, we have Arena of Valor, closed beta, which is starting on June 28th, and that's running till July 12th. And if you participate in this beta, you get a free skin for the game. If you don't know what Arena of Valor is, it's basically, it's a MOBA. And it's very similar to, I like to compare it to Heroes of the Storm because it kind of, to me, looks like a ripoff of Heroes of the Storm. And that's a great game in itself. It is but, true. I loved Heroes of the Storm, so I might be checking this game out too. Yeah, it's good. It's also currently, I think it's on, actually I do think they do have it on Android and, uh, what's the other, iPhone. <laughs> what the hell's the other one? A little brain fart there. The, the non-important one. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it is on there, but that that is, in, as far as I know, on uh, mobile, it's actually, the full game is currently out, but with the Switch, they uh, I guess they have, they have to, you know, do some server testing and things like that and get that out of the way. I actually do want to check it out, because like I said, I love Heroes of the Storm, and uh, I love games like that. I just don't get to play them very often, because I have a big gaming PC, so... <laughs> I have the big gaming PC, but even I don't get to them as often. As when you don't have the time, man. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so moving from that, completely unrelated, we have Crash Bandicoot, which is, of course, now launching on the Switch on June 29th. Uh, what's great about that is it is actually uh, launching with not an exclusive. It is uh, a course that is going... They, they made a new course for it, basically. And it's a, called the Futuristic Course... And I actually, I looked and I played, I didn't play it, I, I watched a playthrough video of it, and uh, it, it's in typical Crash Bandicoot uh, fashion there, because it has the, all the challenges you would expect in Crash Bandicoot, with the uh, jumping from platform to platform and hoping you don't die, and it has like these weird uh, bee-like drones that are attacking you for no reason as you're trying to do it. And uh, so that's coming to the Switch for the first time. Not the first time, well, the first time for Switch, but not the first time crashes on Nintendo. And uh, the exclusive level is also going to be available as free DLC on the Xbox and the PS4. So I'm looking forward to actually getting to try that out. I think that's going to lead to a new Crash Bandicoot game, to be honest with you. It does sound like that's what they're transitioning into. Because I, I, think, I think that level, the added level, because it has a new because it doesn't, the level actually doesn't really go with the rest of the game. I don't know if it was like a scrape level that was, you know, in one of the original games and they're like, nope, where to get to, it's not good enough. Or if they just designed this level to kind of test the waters to see if people would be open to like having a new crash. And with uh, the insane amount of sales that that had on the PS4, I uh, I, I see that as a very, pos- a very big possibility of that. Activision will release a new game at some point. And you see what I did there? <laughs> I did catch that pun. I did see <laughs> that. That was, a, I, was pretty cleverly thrown in there. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it myself. <laughs> but so we're moving on from that. We have uh, Panic Button. And uh, for those not too familiar with what they do, they 
They've been responsible for putting some of Bethesda's games on the Switch. They got Doom and Wolfenstein, both the uh, the New Colossus as well, uh, running on the Switch. They also uh, were responsible for porting over uh, Rocket League, which is not Bethesda, but I forgot who it is, but they were responsible for porting that over too. And they reported that they do, they are bringing something in July. They did not say if it's an announcement in July or if they're actually releasing the game in July. But if it's an announcement, I'm thinking it could be a Fallout 3 remaster because there's been a lot of... There's been a lot of talk about that. Ever since even before you've been hearing, that's what everyone assumed that this announcement was going to be before we... We'll, we'll get to that a little later. But... With Fallout 76, yeah. But, you yeah. know, I think it's possible. I mean, there's a bunch of other things it can be because... Uh, what what does Bethesda not currently have on the Switch that could run it? That's the question. If it could run it, they'll put it on there. And if it's selling well, they'll also put it on there. And Skyrim sold well. Aside from a remaster, remaster to Skyrim, I can't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they'll bring out the, the fifth version of again. Yeah. I, I love how self-aware they were at E3. <laughs> Unavailable did. on Etch and Sketch. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> That joke, I was on the floor laughing at that. I die because I'm like, I totally want to play Skyrim on Magic Sketch now. <laughs> oh man, throw me it on the 2600 Atari, man. <laughs> Could you? I don't even know what that would be like. It would just be a line, and you, you would just, yeah, they that would be. It'd be draw um, your own level. Draw your own level. <laughs> you know that, or you know, I, I was joking earlier that they could have uh, kind of come up with a whole brand new thing. It could be like Bethesda Cart. A Mario Kart <laughs> I can see it now. What is it? Um, a rainbow road through the wasteland. Totally. And the guy from like Doom would just be there with like a thumbs up and like his <laughs> his freaking machine gun strapped to his back. And of course, would, you know the he would be the one pulling you up when you fall off. Right. He'll shoot you up instead of uh, his uh, little was a fishing hook that Toad had. Yeah. Or... Yeah, 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 a little. Uh, it's not. It's um. Oh my God! What the hell is the guy's name? He's the guy in the cloud. La, la, something with an L. Like I'm a shitty Nintendo fan that I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, <laughs> let oh. me let me pretend that I know. Uh, yeah, he's a little guy in the cloud, and well, uh, <laughs> now we get a Gatling gun version shooting you back up to the road. Right, that'd be great, though. I actually would be so for that because there's so many. As ridiculous as it is, Bethesda is one company that. So, it sounds ridiculous, but that's what. Don't think in Rocket League sounded even though that's not Bethesda. That sounded ridiculous, but look how well that did. So, <laughs> I actually loved Rocket League. I played that's that a lot. It's it's you know it's interesting because it's like someone was like saying it's like. You know, so they're like sitting there in the boardroom and they're like, you know, what if we took Twisted Metal and just put it on a soccer field? <laughs> you know what I mean? It like, pretty well. It did. It, it was great. Like, it, it, it shouldn't have been. And that's what I One of the things I like about it is it has all those exclusive skins for each console. So, like, I could play as fucking. I could play as a Mario Kart and Nintendo. And yeah. I got that color for me. And then. <laughs> that is a fucking good game. It's good. But uh, yeah, moving on not only from Bethesda now to uh, what is it? Who makes freaking yokai? Is it level five? Do I, I don't want to sound like I'm uneducated here. Let me Google that. It is level five. Level five studios? Yes. Level five international. They make yokai watch. Uh, the thing I find interesting about this is why I even say that is yokai watch four is coming to the Switch. 
with no re yet release date, but it's so far a Japan exclusive because we did not get Yokai Watch 3. Yokai Watch is kind of like, sort of like a yeah, similar in vain to Pokemon, except you use like a, a watch and you, there's these invisible monsters that you have to maybe capture. I haven't played much of it. It's not as good as Pokemon. Nothing will be. Uh, but in the United States, it hasn't done well. It's one of those things that much better in Japan. And here it's just kind of like they're just trying to hope it takes off and it hasn't. It's just not, not very good here. But uh, it's it just it, the, the thing is with it, it's another big franchise that is leaving the theater. And uh, I think it's time. I think it's time the 3DS gets retired, to be honest with you. Yeah, it has been uh, out a long time. But yeah, we're, Nintendo, we're... they love... What they do best is their handheld, so they'll be having a new handheld for show. Be well, that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if there's going to be a successor to the 3DS because now, you know, of course, they, you know, they, um, they revamped the 2DS and then they made that all like, hey, you know, this is a good, good little... Uh, Upgrading just without the 3D because no one really used the 3D too much. But I think I, I don't know if they're gonna if they're gonna continue because you know if the Switch takes over as the primary reason for a handheld, or if they even come out with maybe like the uh, mini version Switch. And I don't know that could that be the end of it because right now it's at a seven-year run, and if they end it by 2020, it'll have a a, a good nine-year run, which is. Uh, you know, unheard of for a Nintendo product to have a five, six years, and they're they're done out of production. Yeah, and you're, you're never to see them again. But with the, um, I, I think it, it it could like mimic the Game Boy success there in that regard. The Game Boy went from God, the what was it, like 1989 to 1999, basically, or 2001. I think they were still making. Because 2001, the Game Boy Advance came out. So we still had... That was like, what, the 12-year run right there? So, uh, But yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say because now they're at uh, two different markets for that. They have the Switch, which is, you know, like we are talking about earlier today. We're talking about, the, you know, the nostalgic 90 kids that are playing this. And then they could actually, you know, young kids, kids could actually enjoy the 3DS. So if they keep them separate that way... Maybe they can kind of continue the 3DS. Have two different kind of fan bases coming together there. Yeah, and then have games that are aimed at the younger audience, and they're still parents are still going to buy them because they're freaking dirt cheap now, yeah. 120 bucks, and you know, it's already sold near 80 million. So if they do end it for good around 2020, they put it at 90 million, which isn't as good as say the DS, which was 154 million, or the Oh God, I don't have the numbers for the Game Boy and the Game Boy for me right now, but I mean, still ninety million would be a respectable number. So yeah, that's, not... that's still up there, especially for what they're handheld there. That's yeah. still a lot, especially because and especially now that it's it's pretty well. It is on you know Nintendo's an underpowered thing. That's this uh, uh, with the 3DS, it's it's a little outdated. So maybe they will come up with some sort of new to keep yeah. that line going because if it's money in their it. I don't see why they would be like, hey, let's not do that. Yeah. <laughs> Up the graphics a bit, get a little hardware, and drop out something new coming. Yeah, I'd be interested to see if they do anything with that. I don't know if they will, but... Moving along, um, just to, to close the segment out here, I'm just going to run down some July releases 
that sound interesting or that are either interesting or major. They may not be interesting to me, but they may be interesting to people out there. Uh, Octopath Traveler is the, <clears throat> supposed to be one of the big releases for July. That's a, a, a team up with Square Enix. It's a turn-based RPG, and it tells the story of eight different characters. I don't really know what that story is exactly, but it could be... I'm not huge into turn-based RPGs. Uh, some of them are hit or miss for me. Depends. But I think this could also be similar to, like, you know how, like, Fire Emblem has, like, this huge cult following, but that started out, like, the first few Fire Emblem games didn't really sell very well, but then it, it got us under... I think yeah. the big thing was they were, they were started out in Japan, and we didn't have them in English here until people started doing yeah. like their own fan made translations. Once they started coming to when... America, mm-hmm. that's when when they came in English. That's when they started picking up a lot. And yeah, that's I, and did, that's... I jumped into them there. That's when the cult like following. I was like, yeah, that now that's huge. And uh, I actually, out of all the mobile games, I'm successful. Uh, compared to like Super Mario Run and uh, Animal Crossing, and I can't think of the other uh, mobile games Nintendo has come up with at the, you know, that was the most successful one. That was the one that made them the most, because they had the they had took advantage of the microtransactions very well, and it people liked it. So maybe the same can be done for Octopath Traveler. I don't know. I it, it doesn't look as appealing as Fire Emblem to me, so I skip it. But maybe Black Friday price drop will pick it up. Uh, one game I loved on the port, both surprisingly, not only to the Switch, but to the 3DS, which is Captain Toad. Uh, I know you thought it was kind of a goofy game, but it actually, I thought it was. <laughs> I was addicted to it. Uh, I don't know why. It's, uh, there's something charming about it, I guess. It's that the, the whole puzzle platformer thing was uh, was cool. I liked the whole little concept they had going with that. Uh, and they included... It's a good fan base in it, too. And you know what? This is cool. They also now they included Super Mario in it, so uh, which I'm surprised there's no DLC for Mario Odyssey yet, which needs to happen. Nintendo, get on that. Well, uh, from what I saw, Nintendo doesn't really do a whole bunch of they they have it here or there, but they're not huge on DLC. Yeah, they're um they're starting to get into it a little bit more. From... I guess now with the new age kind of thing, all the new yeah, with, their um, games are transitioning them more into DLC based. With, with of Breath games. of the Wild, I think they're still going with the stance that the DLC is not uh, doesn't affect the story. I think that's where they're going. So I think they're just making them still be optional chapters that have nothing. With, like um, I can't think of an example right now, but you know, in some 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 games where you'll they'll have a DLC and it'll actually be part of the story. Or it will be part of like the trophy achievement, and it's not optional because they're like now you have to get the DLC to 100 percent the, yeah, 100 the game. So it's nothing like that. There, but uh, the thing I'm interested in is how it's gonna. There's a demo right now, shop, and uh, I'm just interested to see how it's actually gonna play because that was one of the few games on the Wii U that actually took advantage of the the gamepad and the different elements that it had because there was a time that you had a be looking at the screen at one point and uh, uh, it was using the gyroscope and you're in like a, a Donkey Kong style runaway cart and you were doing something with that. So I'm kind of interested to see how they're going to... That's where I would love to get back into that. Donkey Kong was one of my big games when I was when I was young. That was the, Especially the runaway cart scene that you just mentioned just brought back a huge like part of my childhood. Oh, yeah, I used to restart my game just to get to that level <laughs> and do that one part again. 
Yeah, that, and you know what's fun? They're gonna. I'm wondering how they're gonna influence. Unrelated, know all that. When Universal opens their Nintendo Land in a few years, I'm wondering if they're gonna have a Donkey Kong style minecart ride. That'd be really cool. That would be kind of like a yeah, a little minecart, and I don't know. Somehow it would probably the scenery make it look like you're going off of a jump. It would probably be like some sort of uh, not necessarily. You have interactive. Uh, you sit in like the the cart and it moves from side to side and it's like something like that they're probably gonna have a big screen where they do that and it, it emulates it that way so that will be definitely interesting to see uh what else was coming out we have lego the incredibles which is i guess the lego version of the incredibles movie when that's coming out on the 13th sonic mania was a huge hit um that's coming in a physical edition it was only available on the eShop, and the physical edition is coming to other consoles as well it was so popular, they're like, we want to put it out um, so you can buy it at GameStop or Walmart or whoever else sells video games. And then let's see the other games they got. Um, just some interesting ones for July. Um, there's a game called Runbo uh, Hotel Transylvania. I almost, <laughs> I almost said Hotel Transvestite for some reason. <laughs> I'm just like reading it off. Hotel Transvestite! That wouldn't be too nintendo -y. I mean, it's like a Rocky Horror Nintendo theme game. That would, that would be interesting. <laughs> I still have never seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I mean, maybe one day. I know the songs, but I just I've never seen the movie. <laughs> I know the Time Warp and Sweet Transvestite, but that's you know like, ah oh, man. Here's one called Chicken Assassin Reloaded, which I <laughs> watched the trailer for today, and it looks. So stupid that it looks amazing. <laughs> it's like they put guns and they mix it with Fight Club and they have gi like giant chicken themed things going on and it, it just looks terrible. But it looks so terrible that it looks amazing. Hello Neighbor, that's supposed to be like a stealthy horror survival game. I believe it's currently on PS4, PC, and Xbox. And now it's getting its Switch port. That was like a hugely successful indie title. I don't know if you've ever played it or heard of it, but... Uh, sleep tight is one i'm actually kind of excited for because it sounds so stupid uh you basically play as this kid who's like he goes to bed but when he goes to bed his room becomes battleground for all the monsters that are under his bed and it's like i think it's like a top-down style like shooter type thing and uh that'll be interesting to see how that works so i'm very very interested in that. It just sounds so stupid. Like you're. It does sound a little. A little it goofy, sounds but... so goofy, but like it's one of those things because you get to build forts in your bedroom, and it's like you're basically <laughs> taking on these monsters, and it's so ridiculous. But I want to play it because it sounds so ridiculous. Uh, the other only uh, only other one of note is something called Go Vacation, which I believe they had that on the Wii. It was something, it was a very Wii sportsy kind of game. Um, but this will be the first kind of game in that style to actually use the Switch's motion controls and things like that. Switch's motion controls are much more accurate compared to the Wii's. So that will be interesting to see if that will even do anything. Because I know motion control is kind of dead, but it'll be interesting to see if, you know, maybe casual people pick that up and they're like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, um, it could be could have its little fan base going for it. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't have like a Switch Sports, Wii Sports kind of thing, but you know maybe that will 
if that does well, maybe they'll be like, oh, hey, you know, people are still interested in casual crap, so we'll throw it out there. And the only other one that's not, not necessarily, it is late August, it is not July, but I do want to mention it because I've been freaking, ever since the Switch launch, I've been wanting to play this. It's a game called Flipping Death. I don't know if you've seen trailers for that or not, but they were from um, they are from the same company who they brought. Oh my God! They had Stick It to the Man and what else did they? I can't think of what it. But you basically play as this chick, and she's dead, and the game literally flips between like the other world and the current world. I guess like the death world. That's why it's called Flipping Death and. uh, it, it's Makes kind sense. of. It's kind of reminds me of. Um, I don't know. This goes way back. I don't know if anyone's heard of the Legacy of Kane series. Was kind of like that, transcending different worlds. It reminds me a lot yeah. of that. Yeah, maybe I could be. I haven't played that myself. I mean, but different game type, different, different style, different. But, different, but the I central idea and concept. Yeah. Is it, you know, but uh, yeah, it's okay. something. Definitely be something. I I I've been wanting to check it out because it looks freaking cool as shit. But I mean, maybe. I don't know. We'll but see. We're coming up on <laughs> 22 minutes of this one, so we're going to wrap up this podcast yeah. here. We're going to jump over into a second podcast for or miscellaneous stuff following af- outside of Nintendo. But for any more game-releasing stuff, if you follow uh, Video Game Gesture on Twitter, every month I post what's a list of all upcoming games coming out. You can keep uh, up to date with what's going to be coming out. But... For now, we're going to wrap up the Nintendo segment here, and we'll have a little bit more about Nintendo into the next one. We'll be moving along, so let's take, let's kick it over. <laughs> All right, switching on over. See you guys. <laughs> I see what you did. You just <laughs> forgot the snap right there. We switched ah, snap. I got you. That was good. That was clever. <laughs> Had to keep up with the uh, the little puns going the on the podcast here. <laughs> At the switch sound. That's great. <laughs> See you there.